All right. So, um, yeah. So, so what do you want to talk about today? Well, we posted some stuff up on Twitter and a couple of people said how to handle disagreements was one distance. I don't know how to handle disagreements. Do you, do you and Marissa handle disagreements? Well, like, is this something that you practiced? One of the things that we've had to do that's been really interesting is learn how to talk to each other in a way that's really just blunt and like understanding that it's okay to be blunt without, um, I don't know, violating your identity. Really quickly, when you say that you both had to learn this, do you mean that she had to learn this? Because I have, I, I have a hard time well, getting the sense that you needed to be more blunt. Well, it, it's not that it's not that like I needed to be more blunt in the way that I spoke because I've always spoken very bluntly. But it was it was more like my my previous experience in relationships has been that if I just state a problem plainly, it it doesn't solve the problem. It it causes this kind of like defensive emotional shield to come up, and um, so you know if it was like I don't like the way you did that. It doesn't it, like I say I don't like the way you did that, and what I intend by that is, hey, that thing that you just did right now makes me a little bit uncomfortable, and I feel like it could have been handled differently, and I would like to talk about ways that we could handle this situation differently so that we can both be happier in the future. And what she would hear is, I fucking hate you. Mm. So you know, it, it it I had kind of learned to sit to state things in this very like convoluted get around the point and like slowly talk toward maybe having a discussion that might slightly solve the problem. Um, so with, with Marissa, it's been really nice because we can say, I, I didn't like the way you did that. And she doesn't freak out. She goes, well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> now, is that the, is that the immediate reaction or is there, I, I get the sense that there's gotta be some kind of like, like the knee jerk reaction would be like, uh, what the fuck or fuck you. I think it depends very much on, the size of the thing like yeah. if you know if we're talking and i don't know she uses a phrase that just feels dismissive to me or what or more likely i use a phrase that feels dismissive to her um <laughs> she'll just say like i don't like the way you did that I, I feel like that could have been said better and when it's something small like that it's no big deal but when it's something bigger um and i i unfortunately don't have an example ready but like when it's something bigger and i upset her um she does take she takes like a cool down period um mm -hmm. which is really difficult for me to deal with because like my my default um my default reaction is there's a problem let's talk through this <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah talking it, about things is cathartic for me so i want to just keep going over it and i don't think it's the best way to solve problems or actually get things accomplished it's like this whole idea of like uh uh like winning is the, th this is going to sound stupid, but like winning is more important, right? So like what I mean by like a win in a relationship is that you both get what you want and you both feel heard. So however you need to get to that point is, is the way to get to that point. It doesn't like, just because I want to talk it out immediately, that's going to, uh, that, that usually makes Shelly kind of just close off a little bit more or she's right. really, really nice. So she'll just sit there and listen to me talk. And then I'm like, Oh, She's just being really awesome right now and listening to me, but this is like not helping at all. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, Marissa's different. Like when when I piss her off, 
she she's really rational about it like she doesn't scream or yell or or like try to hurt my feelings or anything but she just looks at me she goes i don't want to talk about this right now and i'm like no but we need to talk through it or we're never going to get to the other side of this problem no for real like come back i need to talk to you and she's like i'm not talking to you about this right now and she'll just <laughs> close the door <laughs> and so i have to kind of like come to terms with the fact that she she needs time and sometimes she'll take 10 minutes and then come back and and we'll talk about it and sometimes like she won't talk about she won't talk about it till the next day and that's been really uncomfortable for me because i like i always had this idea you know there's this um i don't know who said it if it's a quote from a book or if it's like a a proverb or something but like you know never go to sleep mad um that whole idea that'd be of like, an interesting proverb well i don't know you know like it, just, it doesn't sound very proverby it, it doesn't but you know that like that um the relationship yeah. idiom or whatever you want to call it that just says if you have a fight resolve that problem before you go to sleep because if you wait until tomorrow it's going to be bigger like that's how it works in my brain if you let that problem stew it's going to end up being a huge problem later um so i think that's only true though on like really big things because what i've noticed is like if something small happens and then i try to solve it right then like it's sometimes just better to just go to bed because you wake up and then you real both realize how insignificant the thing was and you just start over fresh. Huh? I don't know. I no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm dead serious. Like there are just some like little disagreements or like uncomfortable, like th these fall in like the more like little awkward situations where we'll even be lying, lying in bed. And it's like, we're both, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming she feels uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable and awkward. And my, my, knee-jerk reaction is to try to solve it and i'm like no i'm just gonna go to bed and i'm gonna kiss her good night and then we're gonna wake up in the morning and then we're gonna start our day and if it comes back up again the next morning it's usually way easier to talk about it because there's enough distance between it and we can yeah. like it's not like we're like it's not like we're carrying over our emotions really from like the night before it's kind of this new thing so it's like you have this distance where you can kind of like look at the problem from like this uh from this like a uh, bird's eye view and talk about it more in a, like a productive manner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, that's interesting because my like operating theory about relationships has been, you should get it out in the open right away because my, like, I think it was, there was a comedian. I think it was like Dane cook or something who had this whole thing about nothing fights yeah, the jelly. The, the, yeah, the jelly. But it's like, you know, nothing like nothing is really going wrong, but it's this small series of little things that you're like, oh, she said something dismissive of, of me in front of friends. And, and you're like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm not going to say anything. But then later she'll say something that I don't like. I, and I don't know what it is like, but it's something. And, and then then I'm like, oh, she said that thing. Oh, and she also said that other thing. Nah, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to let it go. And then like the third thing and the fourth thing. And then finally at the fifth thing, you're like, I fucking hate you. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like all of that, that, uh, those tiny little dislikes have built up to a pressure point where now you're fighting over literally nothing. Um, because you, you didn't get those tiny little disagreements out of the way. Well, you're never, you're never, uh, attending to the, the bigger problem at hand, which is like, if, if there's a pattern of you or or them uh like making little digs toward you it's mm -hmm. like 
the the bigger issue there is you feel disrespected not like yeah the the thing that's actually happening yes totally and i think that's what i um so maybe we're saying sort of the same thing but like when when those little things come up for marissa and i i i default to just like calmly discussing the thing and then like Mm -hmm. it's never in a like i don't like this about you it's always this thing that just happened made me uncomfortable and here's why and i'm i'm wondering if you feel the same way or if you have a similar kind of reaction to it like had i said the same thing to you and maybe that's like a way that i've learned to to say things that's been helpful or or it might just be that you know that marissa's um, very good at at understanding that you know when I'm saying things that I'm I'm not trying to start a fight I'm I'm honestly like going after a solution to a problem, mm-hmm. um, but that's been really it's been really helpful for us because we don't like we don't fight we disagree on little things all the time, but we've only had two or three big fights and they they really um, I don't feel like they've been big fights because of uh, of like problems in our relationship as much as like it was you know one of us just made a fool of ourselves or something like that and, and it, anyways you know you're you know you're getting to that stage when it's a good relationship when you have a big fight or a big disagreement and your first thought isn't this is not the right relationship for me yeah yeah I used to f- I used to feel that a lot like we'd have like a big fight and I'm like this is never gonna fucking work this is ridiculous <laughs> why are we even in this but and now I'm like well, this is uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, yeah, you're like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to find a way to work through this instead of like, well, I guess I got to find a way to get out through the back door before she notices. <laughs> you, would, um, you would just like sneak away. <laughs> Here's something that I've noticed that I've done too. And this may just, I mean, this is very specific to my relationship, right? But I realized that I'm a very animated talker. And so what happens is when I get, when, when I feel passionately about something, I'm really expressive and I make a lot of like wild hand gestures and uh, you know what I mean? And so what I've, what I've started to do when like this doesn't have, this happens maybe like a couple times a year, if we're having like a really big, like not a blowout, cause we don't really have blowouts anymore, but if something really, uh, if we're having a really hard conversation, I've taken to sitting on the floor like if she's standing, I will like sit on the floor beneath her because like it's a weird power dynamic, but I don't want to like be, I don't want her to close off by me being incredibly expressive. So I'll like sit down and I'll like, I won't sit on my hands or anything, but I'm at like a lower, uh, a lower point than she is. And that seems to help a little bit because it, it, it mostly helps for me because I'm like, okay, I don't need to be that crazy expressive right now. I need to be calm. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting because I've never. I've never well, you're like reducing your, you're reducing your physical space, right? Because like if you think about it, if you're like like squared off or whatever, not like we like stand in front of each other and yell at each other or anything. I don't even I don't even think we've ever yelled at each other actually, but it's like reducing your physical space, right? So it's way less threatening. So if you're gonna have a tense conversation, I try to make myself as like least threatening as I can. Yeah, that. That actually makes a lot of sense because, and I never think about it because you know I exist in the world as like you know almost five eleven. I'm I'm two hundred and forty pounds. Like I'm not a small person. I'm, I occupy a lot of space, and 
And without thinking about it, I probably impose my presence on people just, you know, like if I, if I lean towards somebody, it's probably pretty physically threatening. And like Marissa's 4'11". So <laughs> if I, like even sitting down, I'm usually taller than her. So it's like, <laughs> um, it, it's, so that's, that's a good idea. That's a good point. Well, let me, so let me ask you another question. Is there anything that you've done to make like disagreements better? And I get the sense that it's one, like the main thing is learning how to be direct and blunt without being an asshole. That, well, that's actually, I think a symptom of a bigger shift that happened for me, which was realizing that whenever we have a disagreement, it's not because I want like it's it's never a black and white argument. I never want the right thing and she wants the wrong thing. It's always that we want the same thing, but we disagree on the way that we want to get there. Mm -hmm. um, we almost never disagree on where we want to go or what we want to do or anything like that. We might have minor differences of opinion on, on the way that things ought to happen. So um, a good example of this is like, I really travel by the seat of my pants. So, um, you know, we, we are leaving for, uh, honesty on Monday and we're going to be there for, where are you going? Honesty, France. It's this little, like tiny little village on the, the Swiss border. It's like okay. a castle on a lake. It's supposed to be really cool. Um, but we're going to stay there for like four days and then we're going to go to Barcelona cause I have to speak and I haven't booked Barcelona yet. Mm -hmm. So I need to be in Barcelona in like nine days and I don't have a place to stay when I get there. Um, and then we have no idea. We don't even know where we're going yet after that. We think we're going to Rome. And this is something that's very comfortable for me because I could book it on the flight to Barcelona. I could book a place to stay and it wouldn't bother me, but like it's really stressful for her. So I have to remember that like she is not comfortable if I'm waiting too long to do this stuff or you know conversely if i try to book 12 things in one day that's really stressful period like if you're trying to book flights and hotels and and uh cars and activities and all this stuff at the same time it's just draining like it's this incredibly draining experience because you're making so many choices and um but it's very hard on her because she hates it like she hates it to begin with um, because that type of planning just isn't enjoyable. And when I, and then, then you condense it all into one. Yeah. I wait until day. the last minute and I hand her this giant choice snowball and I'm like, hi, I know that you wanted all this done six weeks ago, but I'm handing you like our next three months worth of activities to choose. And you have to do it in two hours or else we don't have a place to sleep. <laughs> and she's, you know, and, and that becomes a big argument, but it's not that like when we're arguing about that, it's not that I like dislike her and I don't want her to be happy. It's that I have a different way of doing things and part of my approach is stressful to her. Um, so when we hit that point and we need like, when we have that argument, I know that she doesn't, well, I hope that she's not holding that against me as a personality trait as much as she's just upset that I chose to do things in a way that was stressful to her. And we're working to like, you know, I'm working to be more mindful of the way that she travels and she's really good at being mindful of like, she knows that I don't like being in big crowds where I'm going to get jostled all the time. So she will like, if she wants to go somewhere that's like that, 
she'll go without me or she'll ask me, but she'll tell me, you know, Hey, this is a big crowd. So I don't mind if you don't want to go. That's sorry. That's one of the biggest things that I've, that, that I've worked on with Shelly recently is, and she's way better at it than I am right now, but just being direct and being totally okay with having your own experiences. Like you don't have to do everything together. And so what we've started to do is we default to, asking if the other person wants to come if if we actually want them to come if we want to do something on our own like then we go do something on our own like if i want to go skateboarding this morning like what, what i did and then go have some breakfast afterward like uh, th there's no invite and needed but if i'm going to go do something like watch a movie or whatever like i invite her and she has the option of saying yes and it sounds weird to like just keep inviting each other as opposed to just choosing to do things as a couple which we still do but We've been way happier when one of us makes a decision on something that we want to do. And then if it's appropriate, we invite the other person to come along because then it's like, because what used to happen for me is I, I, I feel like I would resent her or she would resent me if we didn't end up going or I would have something I'd really want to do and she didn't want to do it. So then I would not do it. 